It's Saturday, March 25th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden said a robust U.S. industrial policy based on producing clean technology, electric vehicles, and semiconductors would benefit workers on both sides of the northern border as he joined with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in his first visit to Canada as president. Mr. Biden used an address to the Canadian Parliament to promote their commitment to defending Ukraine in its war against Russia and future possibilities for workers through the new health care and climate change law called the Inflation Reduction Act and another law to promote semiconductor manufacturing. We must never doubt our capacity for Canada and the United States to do big things, to stand together, do them together, rise together. We are going to write the future together, Mr. Biden told members of Parliament. Mr. Trudeau, in an address to Parliament welcoming Mr. Biden, said the two nations were serving alongside each other during serious times, citing the consequences of a warming planet that are intersecting with the aftermath of a global pandemic. In other news, House Republicans on Friday narrowly passed legislation that would fulfill a campaign promise to give parents a role in what's taught in public schools. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who made the Parents' Bill of Rights Act a priority during the early weeks of his tenure, said Republicans were keeping our promise, our commitment to America, that parents will have a say in their kids' education. The bill passed 213 to 208, with five Republicans, mostly members of the House Freedom Caucus, voting against it. It would require schools to publish course studies and a list of books kept in libraries, as well as affirm parents' ability to meet with educators, speak at school board meetings, and examine school budgets. The bill was an early test of unity for the 222 House Republicans and their thin majority. In the wake of the coronavirus pandemic and racial justice protests, conservatives' intense focus on parental control over public school classrooms has migrated from local school board fights to Republican-held state houses and now to the floor of the U.S. House. Around the world, U.S. forces in Syria are coming under renewed pressure from Iran-backed militias, illustrating Washington's challenges as it seeks to pull back from the Middle East, while the influence of geopolitical rivals China and Russia is growing in the region. The latest series of tit-for-tat strikes began Thursday when militants carried out a drone attack on U.S. forces in northeast Syria killing an American contractor and wounding six other Americans. The U.S. accused Iran of backing the attacks and sent two F-15Es to bomb sites it said were used by Iran-backed forces in Syria. And hours later, militants fired ten rockets at a second U.S. base in eastern Syria, including one the military said missed by three miles and hit a residential area, injuring two women and two children. U.S. officials said that one of the three radars near the site that was attacked by the Iranian-made drone Thursday was undergoing maintenance at the time. U.S. officials believe the functioning radars still provided overlapping coverage. The measures to protect the site will be part of the U.S. military's after-action investigation. Back in the U.S., The Los Angeles Unified School District and union leaders said Friday they reached a deal on pay raises for bus drivers, 
custodians, and other support staff after a three-day strike that shut down the nation's second-largest school system. The deal includes a series of retroactive raises going back to 2021, as well as pay bumps this coming July and January that will collectively hike worker pay by about 30%, said Max Arias, executive director of SEIU Local 99. The deal also sets the district's minimum wage at $22.52 and free health care being provided for any employee working at least four hours a day and their families, according to District Superintendent Alberto Carvalho. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.